Khalil Herbert is now expected to miss some significant time with an ankle injury. And the Chicago Bears, in response, have re-signed uh, Darrington Evans to the team. What does that mean for Deontay Foreman? We're going to talk about all and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Bobby, C-Dub, Hayes, we all in the building today on Sunday for our usual live stream. No football game for the Bears today, but Chicago Bears Central is still here and always will be here. Yes, sir. Uh, But with that said, man, we're going to jump right into the topics for today. So Khalil Herbert is now expected to miss some significant time. Uh, The tweet that came out uh, was that he's expected to miss multiple weeks because of his ankle injury. Now, the Bears did have 10 days from the last time they played um, until then. So hopefully that's one week. But at least it seems like, at the very least, Khalil Herbert is going to be out the next game. The Chicago Bears went on to sign uh, Darrington Evans, who was on the team last year, who was on the Miami Dolphins practice squad, to come to the to the Chicago Bears roster. But we'll start with the injury. What do you guys think about Khalil Herbert missing some significant time for the Bears? Oh, man, it had it had to come at the wrong time when the Bears offense is clicking in this way. Uh, him himself, he was running very strongly and very hard. Uh, he was getting some big plays out there. It all happened in that crazy little pass. He tried to come back and make a, a incredible catch. Those things happened. Um, you know, this is football. I think everybody will probably have some kind of nicks and tears, but it's just so sad because he was he looked like he was he was balling out there, y'all. He was balling. I agree, man. I, th- I think he was definitely starting to find that rhythm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The, especially the last two games, and then in that Commanders game, you definitely seen him running hard, and he was he looked motivated. And it just sucks that it came at a time like this. But um, you know what I'm saying it is what it is. We gonna have to just hold it down. Next man up, man. No excuses for real. Who up? Who up? Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. With Roshan Roshan also had a confirmed concussion. Travis Homer went down in the last game as well. Um, so you know, there were some questions on does that mean Deontay Foreman was gonna come up? Well, it seems like I, well, I don't know. Maybe he still could, but Darrington Evans was re-signed uh, from the Miami Dolphins practice squad. What do you guys think about bringing Evans back to the team um, instead of just? kind of moving Deontay Foreman up to be in that spot. Damn, this is kind of weird to me. Uh, you, fa- you signed Dante Foreman. I could see that uh, Roshan Johnson and, and Khalil Herbert, they I, I, they performed, and you put him on a bench, or you cut him, and you, well, he's just a healthy scratch, as they call it. But now that these guys out, he, y'all went and signed De'Aaron Evans. Like, it's, what's going on with Dante? I don't know what's going on right there, but De'Aaron Evans, he got familiarity with the team from last year. I think he was there the year prior, too. So that's a good move for the Chicago Bears to hold it down to Herbert get back or Roshan get back. So it's good. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's uh, me. I ain't looking at it too much like that. Um, I still think that uh, Foreman could potentially still be in that lineup, whether he's starting or, you know, I, I would imagine that they would start him simply because we got three running backs that's dealing with injuries right now you know the high ankle sprain gonna keep uh khalil out for a couple weeks and then if you look at roshan concussions he might be sitting for a week so you know what i'm saying now you gotta you you could have leaned on homer but he got a hamstring injury so i don't think they have an, a, another choice but to let foreman start and then you bring in a guy evans who's familiar with the scheme who knows the system 
who who had a you know some couple plays last season for the Chicago Bears. So you let him come in and do what he need to do, you know, as a second uh, running back. So I ain't thinking too much of it. Yeah, I mean, and it says something. It may just be insurance because if Roshan is like, I know he had a concussion. Uh, Ten days. He could be cleared to play by then, you know, on the outside chance. Mm-hmm. If Roshan is cleared, then, yeah, you roll with him. You roll with, with uh, Deontay, and then you still have Darrington Evans maybe there to kind of fill in for Travis Homer in some. And then if Roshan is down, you you ride Foreman heavily, and then you have Evans. So I think the Bears right. are building in some flexibility for themselves there. And then it may be some flexibility as well because I know the Khalil Herbert ankle sprain, is they, they're saying right now multiple weeks. But we've seen injuries before where that goes on for quite a while. So that, right. that's absolute fact. That's absolute. So I'm wrong then. I thought it was a problem with Dante. Uh, it's just adding depth to the backfield. That's that's what's going on. It, that's yeah. pr- more than likely what's going on. Now, if, and it comes to they start Evans over Deontay Foreman, that's when we got to start asking ourselves right. what the hell's going on with Deontay Foreman. So, okay. Yeah, okay. and um, and then I also believe that if uh, Homer is not good to go, Evan should be able to fill in on the special yeah. teams because that's what he operated out of last year. I didn't year. think about that. So that's a, that's that a great point there is, as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, I think it's just adding on. You're just trying to cover, you know, your ass a little bit and bring in somebody who knows the system, who can give you, you know, different looks in multiple positions. So uh, I think it's, I think it's solid. Okay. All right. Yeah, good, 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 good uh, comments there from Bobby. You know, we'll see, man. And the thing with Foreman is, too, is like, I know he's been a healthy scratch, but Foreman can absolutely still contribute. And so I'm really yeah. not too worried. If Foreman can step in, I'm not saying he's going to be able to replace what Khalil Herbert was doing exactly, but like, I'm not too worried. If you have Foreman back there, he's a guy who can go out there and play a lot of snaps for you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it is yeah. a little troubling that Travis Homer got the. Got to start before Dante Form in these previous games, though. That, that ain't a little troubling. I, no, because they brought in, they left Form in there. I'm sorry, they left uh, Homer there because he's such a good blocker. And you got to look at Foreman can also line up some at fullback. I wasn't really too surprised by that. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're going to see. We're going to see real soon anyway. Yeah. I mean, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. I mean, we coming down the wire. We seven days away from Bears football again. Yes, uh, so hey. I can't wait for that. Uh, but w- while we're talking about a player being out, we are we are getting a return for sure. Jalen Johnson is cleared and will return in week six against the Minnesota Vikings. How are you guys feeling about bringing the vet back to the secondary? Hey, man, we need it, man. It's all hands on deck in that secondary. We losing players about a quarter, it seemed like, in the secondary. <laughs> um, man, just hurry up and get back. And look, uh, play as hard as these young fellas have been playing like last last game. Them young fellas, they got beat and they got they weren't tackling too great, but they played hard. You could see that they was playing hard. I need Jalen Johnson to follow suit and play hard as well. Yeah, I think it's to me, I think it's gonna be it's it's gonna be great to have him back. And um, you looking at Jalen Johnson, hey, he got those crazy first game back <laughs> that you got to go against Justin yeah. Jefferson over there. Ooh. But uh, you definitely got to rise to the occasion, man. And it's good to have him back for sure. But uh, yeah, I'm looking at Eddie Jackson. Any word on him? No word as far as what I'm seeing on Eddie Jackson as of yet. That's that's kind of concerning there, my guy. Uh, but we do have promising news on Kyler Gordon. He was seen at Bears uh, practice with no cast on. He wasn't still playing, but no cast on his broken hand. So Good. that's a sign in the right direction for him. Good, because that happened week one. IR, yeah. what, four weeks? We just yeah. played week five. Maybe. Technically, we'll he come back week six. Yeah, but I, I don't know if that's going to happen, but technically yeah. he could be cleared to come back week six. Yeah, 
I imagine they probably won't try to rush him, especially when you've seen like you seen your, your your young cornerbacks and Terrell Smith who had a nice game. You got yeah. Strowman, this man out here making plays. Yeah, so bro. you probably could you know buy buy Kyler Gordon another week. You know what I'm saying to get fully healthy. And I'm excited to see Kyler Gordon, man. He had a terrific uh uh preseason he was making some big hits he was making plays out there and then he get the unfortunate uh thing that happened to him in the first first game i know he is anxious and i'm anxious too to see him on that football field bro i think he's gonna cook i think he will too i mean we came into this season expecting him to cook and it started off you know rocky the season didn't start off overall how we thought or wanted it to but i think you know, I, I definitely think once he gets in rhythm and what we've seen, like to Bobby's point from Strowman and, and Terrell Smith making plays, like I, I, the 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 hope I had coming into the season for the secondary isn't completely washed away. We just not going to get it as soon as I was hoping that we're going to get it. But I think we still got a hell of a lot of talent in that secondary. I agree. Okay. And Minnesota I, just fumbled, so it feels great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Evie. Evie, you better not be capping. She says she friends with Kyler's mom and no real update yet. Don't be capping up here. You better know them for real, <laughs> Evie. All right, now. Uh, <laughs> now, with that said, the Panthers also lose today. They falling 0-5. That pick looking real nice for the Chicago Bears this hey, year. It's looking real Ooh, Come great. on, Mr. Marvin. Yeah. And Marvin it's official. Harrison, the Bears baby. are not the worst team in the NFL. Have we seen the Patriots? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my God. Have we Patriots, seen – the Carolina It's Panthers. time for Belichick to go. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Did you just say that? Come out your mouth. It's, bro, the game passes everybody by at some point in time. It's time for Belichick to go. How many he got? He got this many. He got six. That's fine. And Ooh. that six, number seven ain't coming no time soon. He like the Chicago <laughs> Bulls. Number seven ain't coming. It's time to go. It's time. Yes, I think it's time. And he screwed himself over trying to be the GM at the same time. And you know that you have you don't have a good track record of drafting offensive players. You could draft the hell out of the defense. Woo-hoo. That's true. The That's offense true. is. Yeah. You think the oh, wait, this ain't a Patriots show? I was about to go on and on with them. <laughs> For sure. I don't think he got the guts to get rid of Bill Belichick, dude. They got the guts to do that. Well, then he ain't got the guts to want to win anytime. So <laughs> Yeah, for real. Yeah, like, like sometimes you got to send them off and just be like, listen, we appreciate everything that you did for us. You, we had a dynasty under you. We had a decade of dominance. It's yes. time for you to go, bro. Fact. It's time Damn. for you to go. We will still pay. We'll we'll create a nice little, uh, you know, uh, sponsorship deal or whatever it is. We're gonna create something for you, bro. You're gonna be something for this team. <laughs> but you got to get the fuck up out of here, bro. Facts. It's time. It's time man. for him to go, bro. It's time for him. <clears throat> It's time. Yeah, Boston gonna flip that city upside down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, he better leave while they still see him as the hero before he, it's time they force oh, him out yeah. to see him as the villain. That's Facts. a for sure. That's, that's a for all. sure. So, like, that's it, man. You already sent Tom up out of there. They they still loved you after that. This Mac yeah. shit, this shit ain't going, man. Ain't going for sure. Damn, ain't going, bro. Mac is he, not going, bro. I thought that kid was gonna be good too, man. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't looking at. It ain't looking good at all, bro. No. No. Mac Jones <laughs> looks like absolute trash. Uh, with that said, man, the Bears look good in Thursday night. We got the victory, man. What are some of the things in that game that you saw that you want to see the Bears build off on going forward to the rest of the season to try to turn this thing around? Okay. Um, I want to talk about the passing game, right, that connection, that but. 
that connection between Justin Fields and DJ Moore was terrific. I think it's going to be terrific all year. But now that the, the rest of the teams have seen Justin Fields and DJ Moore's connection and how dangerous it could be, I need Justin Fields and Darnell Mooney to get that connection together. We threw two, they threw, uh, Justin Fields threw uh, Darnell Mooney, I think five targets. Four. He didn't get it. Four targets. Mm -hmm. He didn't get a catch. There was opportunities there. We need to get Darnell Mooney right. I know I was super critical about Darnell Mooney before the season. I know he has talent. We got to get that right if we want to, because they're going to start double teaming DJ Moore. It's going to be hard for him to get open. He'll still get open, but we need Darnell Mooney to get right with Justin Fields. I agree with that. <clears throat> um, I think that they they really do have to start building on that. And that's when guys like Cole Komet, I'm going to throw him in there as well. Oh, he's uh, you got you him and Darnell Mooney. They're the two vets. You know what I'm saying? They got some skin in the game. And, hey, Cole Komet, I ain't the man. You earned your money. But let's continue to make sure that we making sure that the Chicago Bears are in great position. And then whoever's going to be our running backs moving on to the next few games, hey, they need to come ready to play. And, man, I got to give a huge shout-out to this offensive line. Tevin mm -hmm. Jenkins. Oh, my God. Is him. And look, and I said it yesterday on the mailbag, but Darnell Wright, you are so petty, bro. You Damn throw Mark. in your 335-pound body at defensive backs like that, keep I doing it, you. my brother. Keep doing <laughs> it. <laughs> keep doing you. it. And big I shout out to uh, Nate Davis as well, man. Came in, came right back, handled his personal business, none of our business. Came back and went to work. Came back and went to work, man. So continue to build off that. Let's make sure that we keeping this this offense nice and fresh, and let's keep the opposing defenses guessing. So, hey, Luke Gessie, front run a little bit, but use your head in other times too. Okay. Hey, uh, hey, Darnell, uh, Darnell Wright is a fucking bully, gang. He's a bully. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bully. He Just really means every bro. game. He he didn't he running over people. And little guys. <laughs> bro, <he's laughs> little mean, guys. <laughs> Listen, Darnell Wright is such a monster. But like, he makes it look so. And this is the thing we got to keep in mind. This the, the game still ain't even slowed all the way down for this man yet, bro. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, <laughs> you got, like, keep that in mind, bro. Like, you're talking about it. And I know. Don't get me wrong. I know the offensive line got some work to do. We got some developing. We need a center. I think the Bears absolutely needed to dra draft high on the center if they can in next year's draft. We'll talk about that as the season goes on. But if you got an offensive line and you telling me two of your future put people on that line are Tevin Jenkins and Darnell Wright, and then we just need to get freaking uh, Braxton Jones to be consistent and get back to how he ended last season, mm -hmm. listen, that's three out of five offensive linemen locked in right there. Oh, bro, yes. So, come on. Hey, yeah. hey, so let me ask you a question, gang. That just when you think about Tevin, Tevin Jenkins and uh Darnell Wright, you think obviously those guys are gonna be great. Do you think the same way about Braxton Jones, or is it still questions there? I mean, there's questions, don't get me wrong, but I think that Braxton Jones is a starting is gonna be a starting offensive line. Like, really, when you look at it, the penalties has absolutely killed us this year. But when you look at things, that first game he killed us in both penalties and performance. But other than penalties that have continued for him, he's been pretty solid. I think that could you possibly get an offensive lineman that's that can leapfrog him? Absolutely. But I think that at this point, Braxton isn't bad enough where you need to necessarily be looking to replace him. You need to be looking to shore up that center because Lucas Patrick is out with another concussion and Cody Whitehair ain't him. 
That's who that that what yeah. Cody Whitehair ain't it, bro. Yeah, because I definitely feel like hey, you know what I'm saying? If Justin Fields wasn't able to bring in some of those, you know, uh snaps, because they was either too high or not on the money, and it was happening all game. And all my game. shout out to Fields because he was able to make it work. But that's to me, that's an issue. You can't let that issue linger around. Get yourself up in practice and figure it out. Because, bro, you don't want that to become a major issue in a critical game to where you're driving down the field and then, boom, something like that happens. You can't have that. We already got enough troubles. We don't need to add on, for sure. Bro, yeah. Hey, man, Strowman Jr., man. Hey, hey, they got to... They gotta find a way to get this kid on the floor on a uh, field, bro. This kid make all type of plays. He got a sack, an interception. The Bears, the the interceptions been few and far between. I like the way this kid plays. They gotta find a way to get him on the field for sure. Yeah, he was doing this thing for sure. But on the defensive side, I gotta give love to Javon Dexter Senior. Yes, he with the increased snaps, man. Hey, and I seen a film on you, uh, Justin Jones. You was getting combo blocked by two uh, offensive linemen. You was bouncing like a like you was in a pinball game, bro. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened, big fella? Shout out to Andrew Billings for holding his own. <laughs> bro, Justin Jones, bro. Bro, I'm it, Justin Jones. To me, I I understand they're young. You may not want to bring them along, but at this time, I'm willing to let Zach Pickens or Javon Dexter sink a swim, bro. Because Justin Jones ain't it, bro. He ain't did shit, and that's rhyming accidentally. <laughs> what the fuck? He ain't getting no sacks. I think he got half a tackle last game. And it's been like three games. He ain't did nothing. Now, Andrew Billings. My God, he played like Warren Sapp last game, gang. <laughs> what? You see that guy? He ain't did that all season. I'm like, where did this come from? I think one of the coaches early in the game, I heard that story said, we need you to get off the ball, let him some kind of encouragement. Man, it worked. Keep talking to him before the game. Keep Facts. talking to his ass. And uh, Dex, he he been improving as well. You know what I'm saying? Last game, he definitely was getting off the, the, the ball pretty fast, for sure. So just keep improving. Keep take take all that knowledge in, and let's get ready and get this man uh, Justin Jones snaps. For real. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You got you to get Justin Jones up out of there, bro. Justin Jones, to me, is somebody who, like, don't get me wrong, maybe has a depth piece or whatever, but, like, when you watch him and watch his individual snaps, bro, like, you really got to start questioning, like, does this man even care about the game of football, bro? Like, he, he, he may end up being the defensive lineman version of Chase Claypool. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Wait, they both ran they damn mouth. Bro, I, I stand on what the fuck I said. Justin Jones is out there playing. Like, you entirely too big to be out there playing like a bitch. And I don't give a fuck who gets the <laughs> Justin Jones is playing out there like an entire whore, bro. Like, you got to get that shit. A whore. A whore. You fucking hussy. He got to get out there and figure the fuck out, bro. He got to figure That's the fuck funny. out. That's funny. For real. I'm hey. just saying, bro. But as far yeah. as things that I want to see the team definitely – uh pick on and, and and kind of fix and shore up on this game i will say this uh you know f you the offense is starting to click and i don't want to let the khalil herbert injury distract from that they got to figure out how to keep the offense firing and all similar you have to keep that offense improving and luke Gessie has to you listen play every play you gotta call like it's the last play of the game because like we got we gotta 
put together a full half. The fact that we won last game and the offense has put up the numbers that they have in the last two weeks is great. But we haven't played a solid second half offensively in the last two weeks on top of that. Imagine if we played a complete four quarters of solid offense, bro. We're talking about being two and three right now. We got to figure out how to do that as well. I, I think I'm stuck. I think I'm stuck in the middle of, about Lou Getzey. I think he's taking his foot off the gas a little bit out the second half because we all because we had big leads going into the yeah. second half. You think he was trying to burn a little clock, or the team was just not ready to play in the second half? I, I'm I'm, <coughs> I'm just not gonna think it was the second. I'm just thinking he's taking his foot off the gas a little bit, and I think that's the wrong thing to do. And you can still eat up clock, but you guys still you know be able to call plays. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be able to – so you can start, you know, instead of trying to hit the home run shots like we've seen with a couple of those D, DJ Moore things, let's just eat a little bit of clock and let's chip at this thing. You know what I'm saying? Let's see a 10-12 uh, play drive. That's how you mm -hmm. eat up clock, but it has to be, you know, efficient and you got to be a nice balance. You know what I'm saying? If you if you got, if you got see something that's, you know, that's that the offense has – it has it going with, you know, maybe if they're attacking the edges or the quick game – how we seen in the last game. Let's go ahead and, you know, lean on that a little bit, but not call the same play three times back to back, but mix it up a little bit. Let's let's continue to be creative with it. That's what I would say. Oh, man. I, I remember when uh, Peyton Manning, I'm not trying to say we paid Manning in the Colts, but when they was on that roll, if they had you 30 to like seven in a, at the end of the first half, bro, they going to try to get 60 points on you, bro. I wish you just go for the throat every time. I say go for the kill all the time, bro. Yeah, I will, don't know uh, what can happen. I will add in too before Hayes go that like we seen us. I would say a, a step forward, hopefully. And it, it was it was the you know what I'm saying um the Commanders they scored you know and they was trying to you know grab some momentum and then boom we go down we hit that that uh, DJ Moore third touchdown for a huge play and to me that was progress, but. They got to build on that to stamp that correctly. You got to build off mm -hmm. that so you can stamp that. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Like, like you, I don't want to make it sound over, overly simple, but Bobby's spot on. Like, you got to keep building, and you, you can't allow these little victories. I know we had a victory over as far as in the game, but, like, these little victories on the field stop you from realizing the way that you got to keep building this out. We not done. This is not nearly a finished product yet. Mm -hmm. You got to keep going week after week and building on what you've done. And yeah. I also like uh, Coach Eberflus. You're right on, by the way, Hayes. I like Co what Coach Eberflus has installed into his defense. He's installed more blitzes. He's sending uh, five and six players on third down. Uh, I would like to see. I think we were like 50% on third down, holding them from getting a first down this game, something around there, which is absolutely a, a step up to how we've been playing this season. Yeah, so like I like 75 what he's doing. percent or something like that, right? <laughs> that hey, we were giving up. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, so I like what he's doing with the defense. He's singing, sending more pressure, and that's allowing the defensive line to get more action, and they got some sacks now. You see uh, Yannick get a sack. You get uh, Walker got a sack. So I like what he's doing. I got to get praise when praise is due. For sure. Yeah, keep I it mean, up. Listen, it, it, it's it, things are trending in the right direction. Are they perfect yet? No. Does the defense still have a lot of questions? Yes, but it seems like we're starting to trend in the right direction. That's all you can ask for. That is all you can ask for, and I think the game plan is simple. Everything starts with Fields and DJ Moore, and then you add on to that <laughs> for real. Yes.
But now right. I think I honestly think that he gonna have to get a little more creative now for the uh, reason that you gave earlier, C Dub. When teams are now gonna like really, really zone in on him. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So mm-hmm. you got to be able to, you know, you get some creativity. I'm not saying go ahead and steal plays, but hey, it's a copycat league, so you can look at things. Hey, just look at how Miami is constantly moving Tyreek Hill around. I know two different beasts. I understand that. But I'm just saying, if you move them around a little bit, let them be able to operate inside and outside, you can go ahead and, you know, create some matchups for him. So you got to now build and get a little bit more creative because the opposing teams, they they game planning like a motherfucker for DJ Moore Oh, man, you'd be stupid if you didn't. And I would like it. I would like it to Cooper Cup. Cooper, how they use Cooper Cup when he was playing uh, for the L.A. Rams. Mm-hmm. I think that's how they should use DJ Moore. Put I mean, him yeah, everywhere. The fact is, like, like, and you know, I talk about it on the daily too, C Dub. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see it as soon as the Vikings teams are going to start zeroing in on DJ Moore. And the biggest, <clears throat> the question is that point is how are the Bears going to adjust? Are they going to use the gravity that DJ Moore is going to have by opposing defenses to get Darnell Mooney more involved, to get Cole Komet more involved, to get uh, 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 Scott more involved, right? Like, those are the players that you have to get involved now because if you don't, your offense is going to start stagnating. It's great that we have a great weapon in combination to DJ Moore and Justin Fields, but if that's all it's going to be, it's pretty easy for defenses to adjust to that. If you don't, it's going to tell the difference between an offense that's going to keep trending up between an offense that – is going to say, we're, we're going to say, hey, you remember those two weeks the offense look good? We sure missed yeah. those couple of weeks. <laughs> right. Oh, we don't want to go back to that, man. Yeah. For real. So, oh, my goodness. No. Lord. <laughs> you guys, I, must get some, I must get some flowers, though. Cole Komet has been outstanding the last two games. Right? I ain't going to lie. Yeah, Three touchdowns in the last games. He's been blocking better on the, on the uh, offensive line. This guy, this guy is gonna be a good one for a long time for the Bears, bro. He he, he coming into his own. The white right rhino there. finally here. Finally here. Rhino. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's turning in the right direction as well. He uh for sure. So um, I just want to see, like I said, like with the new attention DJ Moore is gonna get, it can open up so much for Cole Komet. And at that point, we're talking about sky's the limit. And if you can get Cole Komet involved, he gotta stop getting knocked down easily by five, nine cornerbacks, though. If that happens, then you're talking about, hey, then that's going to eliminate them being able to double DJ Moore. That's the biggest. The Bears cannot allow teams to double-team DJ Moore and you not make them pay for it by going to these other other weapons. That's it. Or on the flip side, if you do become more creative and you spread the ball, the moment the one-on-one uh, opportunity comes and you are able to take advantage of the, take advantage of that, it's fireworks, baby. Fireworks. So you gotta mix it up and be good. You gotta do the job. <laughs> Cause ain't nobody can hold them one-on-one. I don't think so. He was losing people all game last game, so it's gonna be interesting. Interesting to see the the strategy behind uh, Lou Getzey how he's going to come with this because he got to be smart and know that the defense is going to take him away or at least try to take him away. And this is what I want to bring up. Roshan is definitely got a great future, bro. But should we start telling him to stop being less reckless? (laughs) Because that going to hold him back. You know how hard it is? Hayes, you know you as a running back. Bro, when you see red, you see red. You can, you can, it, it's all in him. I know you probably can have some conversations, but it's so hard not to want to put the guy that's trying to tackle you on their backside, especially when you know you can do it. 
He tried to kill them. He's trying to kill them. <laughs> see, he, but see, that's the thing. That's his instincts. The last thing you want him to do is start thinking too much out there. Because yeah, if that man. starts happening, then we're talking about big, big, like that's when you start needing to worry about injuries. Because you injuries. do not want him to start to start thinking too much of that. You you brought him here because of his instincts, his instincts has made him a damn good player. You want that mm-hmm. to continue. I agree. I, I just agree. worry. I just worry about that kid. He runs so damn hard and reckless, bro. Man, I, see, bro. The, I don't think he runs reckless. I just think he's he realizes there's a high probability I'm about to run through your ass, <laughs> bro. <laughs> that's what I'm bro, telling you. Uh, like the running back mindset is is, is is different. You, bro, it's different. You be like, man, I don't care. I always yeah, say it this way. I wanna, yeah, it's, go a, ahead. it's a difference between wide receivers and running backs. Wide receivers are trained to. Avoid contact. Running backs, we come into the game thinking, bet, take me down if you want a motherfucker. Fact. Try me. And you That's gonna, how he run. And, and like, Hayes, I know you probably had it, but when I was playing, I'm like, bro, I'm not falling on the first tackle, bro. You're going <laughs> to have to bring one, two or three. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Hayes thought the same way. That's just the running back mindset, bro. We are not, you, you, you go through the thought process of saying, bro, if this guy hit me, I'm bouncing off of him. He better, but he better have two or three more people with him. That's the only way I'm going down. Facts. So, hey, listen, I I, I hope that Roshan is able to stay healthy, man. And, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Got to leave with that shoulder, not that helmet, young fella. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Don't, don't like, Roshan, listen, he's going to be all right, bro. And, listen, that stiff arm is going to be a weapon for him because that's a big, strong motherfucker, too. He's going to get it together. That's what he need to start using, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> instead of trying to kill people with his head. <laughs> hey, bro, you know a running back who had the most lethal stiff arm that I've ever seen in person, and people I think forget how good he was because he didn't really accomplish a lot in his career. Stephen Jackson's stiff arm, bro. Oh, bro, something that's that nice. nasty. That, bro, nasty. it used it like you could tell the shock waves that sent through people's bodies, bro. Yes, yes. Damn, now you took me back a little bit. So, yeah, Stephen yeah. Jackson. Damn. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Man. Hey, hey, Derrick Henry ain't nothing to sneeze at neither with the stiff. Oh, true, true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah embarrass you. <laughs> facts, facts. Any any thoughts left, fellas, before we leave for the day, man? Oh man, let's just savor this. Let's keep uh savoring this victory. Uh, we got the Vikings. They I don't think they got a victory. They play later on. I think they play. They playing right they now. They, they down right in Kansas now. City seven to three. They okay, only got one we got... win on the season, so they one and three. We'll see how the game ends. I think it's still gonna be a tough game. Uh, they gonna think the same way mm-hmm. we think about them. So uh, let's just gear up and get ready for the Minnesota Vikings. Can we please put Kirk Cousins on his ass? At, Thank like, you. We, I like. I just want to shut that. I hate. Kirk Cousins' face <laughs> with a passion, bro. Like it's you something like about that man's face that I just it just like, hey, let me just punch you one time, bro. Let me just, you like let me that? just punch you one time. Like, like that mo- like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, ain't you about to retire, bro? Like, get the fuck about the league, bro. Go home, man. Oh, uh, yeah. They Kirk- asked us yesterday. Uh, so I'm gonna ask you, Hayes, who you who outside of Justin Jefferson? Who would you consider a threat on the Vikings, whether that's offensively or defensively? Shit, that's a great question. Hey, we had to come up with it on the fly yesterday. Shit, bro. <laughs> I went Hawkinson and uh, Jordan Addison. C-Dub went Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> 
You got Hunter out there too. Hunter oh yeah, Daniel Hunter on defense. Daniel Hunter, yeah. that's probably the one I'd say is yeah. Daniel Hunter, especially yeah. on th- with this team with how our offensive line could perform. Sometimes I'll say Daniel Hunter for sure. Yeah, yeah, we got we got to keep uh. Well, we ain't gonna get into that. We got a lot of shows coming up. I was yeah, we got a lot of shows shit, to get into that. We'll be breaking yeah. that down sooner rather yeah. than later, man. Yes, yeah, um, but yeah, but but up up till the next week is fuck uh the Vikings all day, fuck Minnesota. Uh we'll see the asses next oh, week. Oh my god, um, boy. If you think yeah. Komet is the best player on this team, I need you to stop smoking what you smoking. Somebody <laughs> said <"Lee, laughs> Komet's the and best really, player on the team. Yes, the best player, anime world. You tweaking my the guy. Fact, the fact y'all, the fact y'all smoke crack on the Lord's day. <laughs> that shit crazy to me, bro. You ain't see DJ Moore go crazy, gang. We ain't got time, bro. bro. I already been arguing with what his name Montez to do. Oh my oh god! My Lord. <laughs> bro, every time that dude leaves the comment, I'll be like, "Hey, bro, you ain't watched the game of basketball in real life I, 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 all day." When so like that 1998, man. That man. That man with a straight face in my comments says Zach Levine needs to be the fourth option and P Will is a better scoring option than Zach. He said Levine. third on our nice. channel last week. Bro, he dropped like, in the fourth on, now. Bro. And then the last time we ever said something to him, we just letting him have it at this point. The man said Zach, I mean Demar and Vooch need need to play an offensive system like 2000 Kobe and Shaq. I said, boy, you have lost your damn mind. <laughs> I am not. I, and that was the last time I said something to him. No more. I gotta yeah. stop arguing with, with idiots, bro. That's what it is. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna start letting people li- live in they in they uh in they uh delusions, bro. This man literally C dub, shout out to C dub for being on the uh, Bull Central episode yesterday. I'm looking at the comment now. C dub don't know nothing about basketball. He should stick to football. Zach is not better than Vooch or Demar. First of all, you you can tell he sounds out three three letter words with his hand. He used the tap method. To make sure he's he's spelling them right, bro. Like that man, bro. Yo, he hates Zach, bro. He cannot stand. But see, all that hate is what's eating up his hairline, bro. That nigga's hairline started his ears, bro. Like you can't hold that much heart in your your, hating your heart, bro, and hold on to your hairline, bro. bro. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. He'll be it okay. It's crazy. <laughs> He'll be all right. That's wild, bro. But anyway, back to the, y'all gotta stop smoking crack on Sunday, bro. We crack on Sunday. Bro. <laughs> oh, Sunday is so crazy. Sunday, at least, at least any other day. Any other Not day do you, that. bro. Not on the Lord's Day in football day. Come on, bro. Come they on, get that a one and a two and a remember that shit from New Jack City. Yeah, it's, <laughs> crazy, man, it's funny. That shit Tripping, crazy, bro. man. No. That's wild, bro. That's wild, man. But let's get the hell up out of here, fam. Man, y'all have a great week. Y'all know we're going to be right here rocking and rolling. If you want more from me and C-Dub, hit us up. Shy Bulls Podcast. You want more from Hayes, hit them up. All social media platforms, at CEO Hayes. And, of course, it's going to feel great going to work this week with a win. <laughs> let's get <laughs> another one. Let's get another one. They said they feeling great now, smoking crack on the Lord's Day. That's crazy. Y'all, y'all some despicable motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, bro. last day. James Henderson, thank you. Hey, Mike Tannenbaum, we still should have traded for Bryce Young, bro. Bro, I feel for that kid. Hey, man.
No shade Bro. to him. I'm just going at Mike. Hey, he going he going through it right now. Bro. Like, you talk I'm, about a welcome to the NFL moment, bro. That they they may be ruining that young man down there. Yeah, yo, this is harsh, bro, bro. I fear for his mortality, bro. To tell you the truth, bro. <laughs> he probably he probably looking at him like y'all should have just kept DJ Moore. Y'all really brought me here for this. Shit? <laughs> <laughs> this really what y'all did? Like, look at this stay my black ass at home, bro. What we doing here, bro? <laughs> <laughs> they do this to me in Alabama. But all right, y'all, man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central Gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears lady. Like we like to end everything on. Shy Town up, bear down. Lay you guys, man. Peace, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.